0: Hi everyone, this is Nikki Bostwick, your host for the Laguna Beach Living podcast. I grew up in Laguna and I started this podcast to learn more about the wonderful people in and around our community. Our conversations will range from politicians to activists and local business owners. Stay up to date with our publication by going to lagunabeachliving.com and signing up for our newsletter or following us on Instagram at lagunabeach.living. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Laguna Beach Living. Today I'm here with Christina Capelli, who is a local real estate agent and has a holistic approach to real estate. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Same. I'm really excited to have connected with you. Facebook is an amazing place and that's definitely where I found you just through mutual friends. And I was so curious when I saw somewhere that you had a holistic approach because it was something that I thought about a lot and I wonder, am I, in my own life, I you know, I have a water filter and I have all these things that matter to me Um And I have EMF protection and I place crystals in places and I do these things. But I never thought of a real estate agent offering that advice to people. And and I just I still don't know exactly what you do. But I'm so excited to hear more about your approach and how you fell into that and what
1: that looks like. Wow. So that's a lot of questions. Yeah. How I fell into it was so I was an attorney I practiced real estate law. Then I valued pools of distressed loans. So I did all the most technical kind of aspects of real estate, ones that didn't involve a ton of interaction with clients. And when I went to purchase my own home, my I could not find one realtor who had any idea what I was looking for when it came to health. When you think about the fact that you can only control so much of your health, right? There's a lot of things out of your control. So if you can control the one thing that most affects your health outcome, where you live, why wouldn't you give it any thought? So to me, I think it's crazy that more people don't think of it. And so it was the first thing that I thought of when we started looking for our own home. And my realtor provided me no assistance in that regard. So I had to do all the research myself, which was actually quite difficult because I was working. I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old at that time. So let me uh, interject here real quick. Cause you moved from New York mm-hmm.
0: and at the time, were you into wellness in New York as
1: well? Like what made you start thinking about this? My children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you have, children and all of a sudden you think of things that you, you all of a sudden have some kind of an interest in what the future world looks like Mm -hmm. that you hadn't thought of before. Yeah. So then you started getting
0: into like, what was the first thing that you started thinking of when it came to
1: where you lived? So the first thing for anyone, wherever you live in the whole country is you don't want to live on a EPA designated Superfund site. So that means that the government found this site to be hazardous and harmful and that it has to be cleaned up. So a simple search can kind of move you away from those areas. Shockingly, in Orange County, there's homes that are worth well over a million dollars and multi-million dollars on those hazard waste like sites Newport or Coast, near them. Right. So not necessarily. So Newport Coast is... is a a fairly healthy place in comparison to a lot of the other super fun sites in Orange County. Wow. Like where? So right now, so that's another thing is you active, right? Some of them are active. Okay. So right now the North basin site, which is kind of where Fullerton and Anaheim meet is actively trying to be cleaned up because the EPA has stated that it is affecting the soil the water and the air of where it's located and surrounding cities. So that's really shocking, right? What we know of when the government says something is unsafe, it's usually really, really bad. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that would probably be the one of the worst places right now Wow. to live. And then, so once you figure out the super fun site, which again is fairly easy research, anyone could do it, you know, just Googling it, then you want to, Make sure you're not buy a landfill. So there's the Irvine landfill, and then there's the San Juan landfill. I believe the San Juan one is the biggest one. And people are also buying multi-million dollar homes when you could like smell the garbage. I don't know why. They're not working with me. <laughs> yeah. So. No
0: one's thinking about that. No one cares. But so you when you started buying your home, this was just a natural um a natural thing for you. you had kids and you were
1: just yeah well it's like i said it took me a lot of work right because mm-hmm. nobody knows all this stuff there's no education program although i am working on one to teach other realtors but there's nowhere that anyone would know any of this information unless you figure it all out for yourself yeah and so i'm still learning and a lot of information is hidden you know so you have to kind of try to get information from your local planning department and um that has seemed to to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. So landfill. Mm-hmm. What else? Okay. So EPA designated um, Superfund site. No, thank you. Landfill. Also, no, thank you. The huge, ginormous power lines. We know that they emit EMF, right? If you have an EMF reader. But I mean, you could just look at them and think, like, wow, that that does not look like an amazing, you know, electrical structure to have right above my kid's bedroom. Yeah. And for people who don't know what EMFs are, what is that? It's basically radiation, kind of like the same wave as a microwave. So, right. So the microwave, you put it on and you don't see anything, but the food is super hot when it comes out, like something is happening with Mm -hmm. these microwave waves. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know everything about that, but... I recently hosted a 5G wireless informational with Daphne Tatchover, who does know all things um, Wi-Fi, and so she was a great resource. Thankfully, we got the news to come cover it, which was great, and hopefully, raise some awareness. I, I know a lot of people who are actively fighting 5G in their um in their towns. It's also difficult. I mean, I live in I live
0: here in Southern California, and I'm so curious like uh, not a lot of towns in Laguna, it's a big conversation, but not a lot of the other towns are even sharing where they would be putting them. Or I can't find that information Mm -hmm. in somewhere like Corona Del Mar. Yeah. Do you know how someone can go about
1: finding that information? So I always say you just go there and you talk to someone, you just show up at your um, local planning department and you ask them questions. And it's really hard. Uh, A lot of parents and residents have made some progress with like halting them or trying to change where they're located but the rollout has been pretty swift and i i don't think that we've made as much of an impact as we would like to mm-hmm. so then do you
0: okay so we'll talk about some of the things to look into and then some of the ways like for emfs how you
1: also recommend if someone well, already bought a house in that area for example well so that's another thing right so you don't You don't know you can find out where a huge cell phone tower is and so you don't want to live next to one like that's an also an easy search for someone like me to do you want to live at least uh, a quarter mile from any cell phone tower at a minimum so with 5g those are small cells they're going to be everywhere if the way it rolls out will be how they intend So, I mean, that's just going to be a whole different world that we're going to have to figure out how to navigate. Yeah. How to find them because they're every like 500 feet. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So what I tell my clients is, yes, we don't know what will happen, but you don't want to buy a house with a light pole in front of it. Right. Because then there's a right of use already. So there's just small, small things that. Someone like me who thinks about everything yeah, <laughs> might be able know. to pick up and there might still be issues, but to not do the most basic research, is just like being close to a really busy street that
0: might potentially,
1: well, highways, one. right? Highways. Cause highways is just a ton of smog all the time. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be close to, to major highways. So highways is another one. Yeah. What else? Um, so Airports. Oh yes.
0: Don't even get me started. On I want to hear all about it because <laughs> I was researching about like just being near John Wayne and LAX. And I'm so curious.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the same kind of radiation, right? You hear about when you're on the flight that there's the radiation. And so if you're right below, um, an airport, it makes you more at rest. And it means that there's a highway close to you. And it means that it's a high trafficked area, highly dense, densely populated. So that's just not um, a great place to be. It also matters. I've read with like wind patterns. Is that right? So I, you know, the truth is, I don't know all things like wind mm-hmm. patterns. You're really throwing me for a loop yeah, right there. <laughs> getting really <laughs> intricate here. But um But it's something that, like, I would look into for one of my clients, right? And that's another thing about offering a holistic approach is, like, I don't have to agree with you in every regard. I don't have to share the same um, fears as you or, or any of that. I just have to be willing to listen to your perspective and then to try to do the best that I can. We live in a world of alternative options, and real estate is kind of stuck in the past in that regard. Oh my gosh,
0: I'm so excited just to, you know, have someone in this area that is passionate about
1: this because it's the first I'd ever heard of anyone doing this. Well, thank you. So, right. So I was a lawyer before and I had a pretty successful career. And so I have a much broader vision of doing this in that I really hope to influence developers to create healthy developments, right? Because now I'm kind of at Lone Granger trying to find that healthy home and like a sea of um of hazard issues yeah. whereas uh, a developer should be able to create a whole healthy community right one another issue is high pesticide usage there's some developments that well actually some developments and some c- cities that are just out of control with the amount of pesticides that they use and the residents are outraged and requesting change but their demands are just pretty much being ignored So that's another issue that you would want to factor in when you're looking for a home, whether or not it's high pesticide usage. And then you have people who move to Irvine, for example, because it's a non-toxic city. It is? So it's non-toxic in that... They don't use Roundup or something? Public areas like schools and parts have decided not to use lysulfate, which is fantastic. You know, Zen um, of Moms Across America kind of handle that you know she's amazing at what she does but when you move to Irvine you still have to understand that individual developments most of them spray pesticides and that's where you you spend more of your time right than at the public park Mm -hmm. so you still need to be concerned even in the non-toxic developments in the cities Cities, yeah exactly so it's like kind of weighing your options I'm assuming in a lot of the stuff that you do yes and especially because budget right not all of us have an infinite budget so that's always a concern too but you could just in a hundred percent of the cases you could pick a healthier option right than another if you just simply put in that extra work to determine the factors wow so I've reached out to developers um recently and in the past and I always kind of get the same thing they, they say that people don't want these healthy developments that they don't care no, they say that they don't care that they want golf developments you know they want equestrian that the demand's not there and i think that in some regard they are correct in that most people have never even given this the, the thought you know yeah. but i hope as we raise awareness thank you for having me here more people need to learn that this is an option and it's something that you should be demanding of your builder or your development Well, some of what are some other things if you're moving into an area that's a new
0: or a home that is a new development? I mean, aren't there so many things in terms of the the paint, right? I mean, just Mm
1: -hmm. um, what's it called, like off gas Mm -hmm. from that VOCs, right? Yeah. So most um, new developments are using low, you know, non-toxic paint. I would hope. Right. There's they certainly should be or like drywall molding and just all sorts of things. So, yeah, a lot of people have had issues where they purchase a new development, a, a new home in a newer development. And later they find out that this brand new beautiful home has mold inside the walls. And that's usually because the spray foam that's used today, which is should work well, if you don't let it dry, then it never dries and it gets boarded up. And because they try to build these developments so quickly, that's an issue that unfortunately I know some people who have had to deal with. Yeah. And how
0: do you find out? I mean, when you buy a home, should you have, would you be able to, if you had someone come inspect it, Mm -hmm. they would be able to tell right away? Or is that something that takes time with the new development?
1: So I tell my, my, um, clients that are buying new, develop new homes to, go there and say like, Hey, I want you to make sure that you let the, what, what's your typical dry time? Well, I want five more days. And so that's what I want. When I say that, you know, when I made the offer before it gets accepted and usually they're like, fine, they don't even see what, you know, the issue would be, but then you find out what day that's happening and you just become more, um, interactive in your building process. So you just have to stay on top of them really. And you go visit on site and make sure I see.
0: And so um, when someone, like you were saying, you had kids and you were talking about how um, you don't want like these poles and stuff like right above your or right near your children's bedroom or something. So what are some other things that someone should look into near their kid's bedroom?
1: Well, definitely the cell phone tower, right? You know, uh, one easy kind of way is you if you don't know how to do the research online or if you're not working with a, a realtor that's proficient, most schools have cell phone towers on them. So if you don't mm-hmm. live, I, I, right? talked about protecting your child. Um, that's usually where you could find them. I think I them. saw that in the
0: news that a lot of parents were outraged when they found out that because there were a lot of children getting, a lot of children are getting cancer and getting mm-hmm. sick from these cell towers, the 5G
1: ones, especially Mm -hmm. being at school. That's so sad. I know. And so schools always have like two or three of them. It's just like these massive towers and it's another way for them to make money. (laughs) That's so sad. It
0: really is. Like they should just not have to worry about making money. (laughs) They need to just worry about educating children. Totally. So, um, so in terms of emfs obviously that's a big one yeah so i
1: have an emf reader and so whenever i take clients out i just bring it with me and we could see what the emf is reading um typically how big is that the reader it's it's like it's just like this so anyone could just buy one Mm -hmm. are they expensive no um i think the one i have is like more high-end but you could get one for under 200 dollars one that Daphna recommends and she you know like i said she's the one who knows all things she um led a supreme court um decision in israel to uh, ban wi-fi from children's schools and one yeah so she's just like the most incredible and you connected with her i did yeah i just reached out to her and i asked her if she would be willing to do this informational and we had a hundred people signed up, which was really surprising. I was kind of shocked. And what was even more shocking was that at least half of them were men. And so typically with the wellness, um, world, you know, it's more predominantly women-based. So I was really pleasantly surprised to see how many men were interested. And then the news showed up. So that was great because I didn't really seek them out, but it turns out that they are hypersensitive to, um, wi-fi concerns because now they they have to wear like a belt around them like a wi-fi belt so they can transmit it used to be on the truck but now it's like on them so yeah so they're like please help me yeah
0: what is this and how do i stay safe that's terrifying i know someone the other day was like um there was someone that I don't know why, slept with her phone near her breasts and then, like, literally showed up with cancer, like, right in that specific area. And it's just obviously we know that this isn't healthy for us. So, there are things that we need to do the research to learn because it's also a big part of our lives. So, mm-hmm. how do we find the balance between using and having access
1: to Wi Fi and also keeping ourselves safe? So the easiest thing that you could do is shut off your router at night. So easy, right? Mm-hmm. So that's half of your life that you don't have the Wi-Fi emitting throughout your entire house. Yeah. So easy. And then um, what else is, is... Oh, and then if you could remove your smart meter from your yeah. home, that's always a good mm-hmm. little way to further protect yourself. So, yeah, it is small, small things. You and just like have to be like putting your phone on
0: airplane mode, I know, is helpful, but then... It's, you know, everyone is attached to the obviously like security of having it in case there's an emergency and we don't have house phones
1: anymore. Mm -hmm. But so a lot of people hardwire everything. And those people are amazing. I'm Mm -hmm. not one of those people. I know. It's, you know, so if I ever built a home, new construction, I would totally hardwire it, right? Because it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal anyway, but it's definitely a bigger deal than unplugging your router at night, which is what I do. Yeah. So if you could hardwire your whole house, and I know a lot of people who have, they simply plug their phone in and then they use the Ethernet on their phone and could still keep it in airplane. Those people are my heroes. I know. (laughs) it's amazing it's crazy that that
0: is that technology isn't that old but it
1: seems like so long ago so see see a developer could quite easily just hardwire a house where you had a wi-fi ethernet cable in every room i mean how great would that be i know they just don't do that anymore no they they never really have you would have your um wi-fi provider do it and even then they just did it in one room right so you Mm -hmm. would have to pay someone an alternative and there are more people who are providing services like building biologists they're they're amazing if you ever want someone to give you a full health rating of your house building biologists kind of know it all they have taken the courses and they could give you the mold uh reading and the wi-fi emf and water test your water all that good stuff that's incredible Mm -hmm. building biologists how do you you just google that or who do they work for it's just usually they work for themselves yeah they're building biologists and um the demand is definitely growing because when i first started doing this there was only one and now there's like four or five of them in our area so that's pretty good i'm sure you know all of them i do yeah (laughs) i like to promote just healthy Healthy business providers for sure. What do you think is the safest
0: place to live in Orange County? Oh, that's a really tough one. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's so many different factors. But. There really are. There's a bunch of safe places. Newport Beach has some by the water, you know, it's usually good. Laguna mm-hmm. Beach is great. Um, like Dove Canyon, Coto de Casa, that side where you're closer to the mountains. It's kind of nice when you have some kind of natural landscape preventing more building on one side of you, right? So that's always a pretty easy, uh, or even where the 91 meets. Um, yeah. Right, by Orange, your Belinda. Mm-hmm. Those kind of areas are pretty good too. But like I said, literally on in every single city, let's say you're right on the North basin, you know, hazard waste site, there's one house that's better than the other based on, you know, considering all the other factors. And um and then, so that's another thing that I, tr- I try to look into for my clients, which is like, well, above and beyond my, my job description is like, I'll find out what stool they intend on sending their kids. And some people don't care, right? So they won't even ask me, but if they do ask me, um stools, sometimes you, you could find out a lot of awful information about them. Like there's one stool, I don't want to say it, um, just cause I feel so bad for the people who send their kids there and don't know, or don't want to know. Um, but it used to have rocket fuel, um, on it. And so Why? when they were building it, they always, a lot of people argued against it and pleaded to prevent building anything. And then they build an elementary school, right, of all things. so Who
0: decides where these elementary schools are being built? I mean, why don't they do the research with these building biologists?
1: Well, because it's developers. And the developers want to build... On cheap land. Yeah. And that's why they keep going to, like, these more undesirable places, the newer developments. So unfair. It's, like, all sad things right now. Yeah. (laughs) But...
0: But it's positive to have someone like you that's an advocate that they can
1: use as a resource which is incredible do you have a website so i kind of held off on my website and branding because i wanted to trademark holistic real estate and i just found out today that i met all the requirements so it hasn't been approved yet but awesome right yeah um and so i'm gonna start building on that I really wanted holistic real estate, and I'm so thrilled that I was able to get it. Before that's huge. Thank you. That's I found that today. Huge. Nice.
0: You training a bunch of other real estate agents to look into this and creating that. I mean, the demand is there, but creating the demand or showing that there is a demand to other real estate agents, I think, will also spread it to the developers and yeah. And we just need more awareness. Yeah, a lot more awareness. There's a whole movement that's gonna start. I'm excited. I hope so. Me too. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank and you. just, I'd love if you could share how people can find out about you and uh, and just
1: contact you. So um, you can just look me up, you know, on the internet, did old doodle, Christina Capelli. Uh, I'm currently with Bullock Russell Real Estate Services. And uh, my office is in Rancho Santa Margarita, but I cover all of Orange County. And yeah, I hope I did help some people find their healthy homes. Thank you.